Woe to you, Chorazin. Woe to you, Bethsaida. For if the mighty deeds done in your midst had been done in Tyre and Sidon, they would long ago had repented, sitting in sackcloth and ashes. Today's gospel probably means a bit more to you if you know what these cities mean. So Tyre and Sidon are Persian cities to the northeast of Israel. They were pagan cities, so Jews didn't live there. Chorazin and Bethsaida, on the other hand, were Hebrew villages where Christ had worked miracles. So our Lord's words are really a powerful condemnation. He's saying that if the pagan nations were really uh, to witness the work of Christ, the miracles that he performed in front of the Jews, then surely all of them would convert and repent of their evils. Yet those who are his witnesses and Jews remain hardened in their heart. I've been discussing with my fifth grade class this week the concept of freedom and sin, why God gave the human race freedom, and thus why sin exists. Of course, God could have chosen not to give us the gift of reason, to make us mindless workers of his will. But the Lord does not desire mindless creatures, but a rational people who willingly choose him above all else. But in order for us to choose God, we have to be capable of choosing evil, hence sin. Thus, God is not the creator of sin, though he permits it so that we might choose the good. In the same way, God sends us his message, he gives us the gift of his grace, he restores us with the sacraments, but he does not force our conversion. In the end, we still have the choice, which is what he desires, that we choose him. But this can be frustrating for us. Sometimes when we are fighting a battle of sin, we get ourselves into a position where in one moment we hate the sin we do, And yet, in the next, we quickly give in to temptation. The risk here is to blame this on God. We can say, doesn't he see me trying? Why doesn't he prevent this? This is his fault. But it's not. We are free. We are capable of choosing good, however difficult it may be. It's never too difficult that it is impossible. But sometimes it requires incredible acts. And for this reason, the church has for centuries implored us to take on acts of penance, for the good of our souls, to goad us on towards the good, to keep us firm to the end. Particularly on Friday, we're called to take on acts of penance. In former times, the church had mandated us to abstain from eating meat on Friday. Now the regulation is limited only to the Lenten season, but this shift was not intended to do away with Friday penance. Rather, it was the intention of the church at the time that every Friday, even if we're not abstaining from meat, that we will intentionally take on some other form of penance in its stead intentionally take on something. Thus we can push ourselves onward towards virtue and holiness.